cycles. We all go through them. Parents of a newborn try to get that baby on the family's sleep cycle. We roll through cycles in our own life without even realizing we're in the cycle. Wake up, wash face, drink coffee, go to work. But there are also spiritual cycles, and some of us may be stuck in a place that out of which we cannot seem to climb. Welcome to Life Words Day by Day. Last time we found the people of Israel in that terrible part of their spiritual cycle. They are under oppression because they were resting their confidence in the world. But we know what to anticipate next, right? They cry out to the Lord and God sends them a deliverer. Or at least that's what's happened previously. And so we're now ready for a deliverer to be sent or called out. But the author does something different in chapter 5. There's something new brought into the normal routine or pattern which should clue us into the fact that we need to take note of. There has been a break in the normal routine. Instead of reading about the people of God crying out and then God raising up a judge, we read of the people crying out and then God sending a prophet, not a judge, but a prophet. So why the change? Well, God wants his people's perspective to change. He wants them to understand why they have ended up in this situation. Their plight has nothing to do with the strength and the number of the Midianites, and it has everything to do with the people of God's perspective of his word and how they've responded to him. Listen to what it says in Judges chapter 6, verse 7. When the people of Israel cried out to the Lord on account of the Midianites, the Lord sent a prophet to the people of Israel. And this prophet then runs down the list of all that God has graciously done on their behalf, led them from Egypt, brought them out of bondage, delivered them from oppression, drove out the enemy, blessed them with land, gave them a command to follow and to fear not. But they didn't obey him. They didn't trust his word. Instead of settling the land and removing the enemy, they compromised. They feared the false gods and the idolatrous people. Instead of operating in faith in the God who paved the way for them into the promised land, they lived in the fear of the people remaining there. They were living life from a small perspective. They did not maintain God's viewpoint. And when you don't maintain God's perspective from God's word, you will have no reason to march to God's principles. And here's why this is important. Unless you understand your plight, there can be no repentance. The people of Israel all of this time have been crying out to God when they didn't like the consequences of their sin. But we never read of them hating sin. There's an important difference. It's the difference between regret and repentance. Regret is when we don't like the results of sin and how it affects us. If there had been different results or no consequences to our sin, then we would continue in the sin. There's no grief over the sin itself and how it blasphemes God or affects our relationship with Him. And since the heart or root of the sin is not removed, the sin remains. Repentance, however, is when we don't like the sin itself. Repentance goes to the root of the issue and work is put in to remove it out of the heart. That's repentance. So God wants them to understand. He wants them to see the root cause. The real problem here is not the Midianites and their plundering. The root is the people of Israel's disobedience and mistrust of God. 
So are you tracking with this? Is this pricking your heart? Before there is transformation, there must be truth. You have to deal in truth. You have to know the root causes. And some of you are either in denial of the root causes of your oppression or you just didn't know. But now you do. And until you deal with this, there will be not any advancement or deepening in your spiritual walk. No transformation. Neither will there be any advancement in your church if we refuse to skip over this truth simply because it makes us uncomfortable. So let God do His work of dealing truth into your life day by day. Today, please pray for Wael Dawahir and his family, our missionaries in Illinois. Also, remember the Tim Kotakoli Life Word broadcast in Togo, Ghana, and Benin. 